VidFriends is now a partner with my Vitiligo team. Welcome to VidFriends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VidFriends is a national Vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Molino. For information about VidFriends, classes, support groups for youth, teens, and adults, visit us at www.bitfriends.org. For questions or comments, you can email us at support at bitfriends.org. You can also call us at 844-374-3639. Again, that number is 844-374-3639. And and start our conversation. Let's start with introductions. My name is Mark Braxton. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I've had vitiligo for about 25 plus years, and it's sporadic. It, it's repigmenting on this side of my arm. The other side, you know, the right side is starting to um, get more spots. Legs are spotty, so my vitiligo is doing whatever it wants to do at this point. Now I'm gonna pass it on to Andre. Um, Andre Joaquin, everybody goes, calls me Dre. Um, I've had vitiligo now for like 29 years. Yeah, 29 years. Um, I'm from the Chicagoland area. Um, and I can say that it's doing the same thing like Mark's, like Mark was saying. It's kind of sporadic. It does what it wants to do. Uh, most of my life, it's been doing that. At one time, I was like 90% depigmented, but now I'm like kind of like 40, 60, and it alternates. And uh, right now, I'm looking different because like, I got freckles on my nose, freckles on my head, and that's how it is. But I've noticed like during the summertime, I tend to repigment in most places, and then during the wintertime, I depigment. And I'll pass it off to Brother Perry. All right, my name's Perry. Uh, my organization is the Vitiligo Man of Action, and I am in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I have Vitiligo for about 25, 26 years, I believe. Um, and mine is just, uh, mine, like I said, like everybody else said, mine is making its own move. I'm almost fully, fully, I'm almost, I'm almost uh, Midget's twin, you know. Uh, <laughs> But I am getting there. Uh, my my pigment is, is leaving very rapidly, so I'm just watching this in the, and seeing the development. But that's where I'm at today. And I'll pass awesome. to uh, Ben. What's up, everybody? My name is Ben Brown, aka Big Ben, aka Brother Ben, and I represent the Vitiligo and Albinism Network here in Nashville, Tennessee. And I would say, oh, uh, my Vitiligo, my journey has been about seven years. And I would say that I'm about 35% white. Um, and just like Andre said, it changes, you know, during the summer and during the winter, it'll come and go. Um, doing very well with my journey, a lot better than I was seven years ago. And I'm just happy to be here. And I'll pass it to Terrell Midget. Hello, everyone. Terrell Midget. I'm out, of, I'm out of Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm uh, sorry I was late. I'm having technical difficulties. But um, I've been having um, my vitiligo started when I was in fifth grade. Um, uh, so I've had it for a while. 
possibly about 34, 35 years. Um, so I've had it uh, through the elementary stage, adulthood, and 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 beyond. So um, um, that's kind of my story. I can pass it back to um, Mark. All right, thank you, brothers. Thank you, thank you. So for our listeners, uh, we have five brothers of vitiligo, different stages of vitiligo on this call today. Some of us are at home, some of us are driving. However, we're still gonna have this conversation because it's much needed. Um, I wanna start off with our first topic. Let's talk about the vitiligo community at large. You know, um, within our community, we have so many different groups with so many different missions, although we still have the same purpose. And sometimes those missions conflict with each other. You know, I may have a different purpose. This person may have a different purpose, but we bump heads. So between the five of us, what are some things we can do to kind of bring this community together for one purpose, and that is vitiligo? If anybody want to start, you just throw your hands up, or you can just go ahead and start talking. You started out with a banger. <laughs> Look, we got to hit them hard. You know, we got to put it out there. Let's do it. <laughs> well, personally, I think right now what we're doing, and you have people from different organizations, even here, um, you know, I didn't mention I'm from Visibly Imperfectly Perfect, and we're all talking, we're all having conversations. I think that's where it starts, and just seeing that, you know, we're not too different. We're on the same page as far as spreading awareness. And I think that's what we need to try to get past as a community. So much the names and titles of organizations and really come together. I think if we came together here in the U.S., you know, we'll be able to further spread awareness and education throughout the whole U.S. I think by us not working together, it limits us. So, you know, I think that's one of, that's one of the things that we need to work on as a community as coming more, uh, I like putting away the titles and the names of the organizations aside in order to work with each other, each other to spread awareness. And what I did, fellas, real quick, I, I, I um, Terrell, give me just a quick second. What I did real quick, um, so we won't get too much feedback, I put those um, that are not speaking on mute. So before you talk, unmute yourself. Okay. All right, yeah. So I think that you know that um, there's, there's no big I's and little U's in this community. So when I say that, I'm saying where is that um, regardless of where people are in their journey, their voice should 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 be heard you, you know um so i i'm just um just kind of you know i wrestle with it a lot as far as um you know within this vidlock community is where is that um we have a lot of people out here hurting and they're, they're um they're reaching out for help and we're not helping those ones that really need it not saying that we don't need it but i mean i i'm i'm for um like I said, no big eyes, no little U's. So um, that's that's kind of where where I am, and we just have to be able to unify um, under one umbrella. Well, not really on one umbrella, but just have the same same goal. Um, you know, and the goal is um, is you know the, 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 the quit the stigma. You know, um, 
the negativity and, and what comes along with, you know, what it is to live with Vitiligo. Absolutely. Brother Perry, you have a, anything to add to it? Um, I'll put you on mute, Perry, so you have to take yourself off. Um, this is what I'm thinking after hearing everybody speaking at this point. I believe that um, if, if once a year we all come together for a, not even come together, but just put a message out, this is what we're striving for to every organization, to every organization. Let them know for the year of 2020, we are all going to try in, in our own communities and together we're going to try to do whatever it is we're trying to accomplish with the awareness of vitiligo or getting the bill out or doing whatever we're doing. And then that way, each month, everybody is getting notification, getting a notification of what we're doing and, and what their, and what their uh, results are. Or if we're doing it collectively, everybody just chime in from once a month to, to, to let us everybody know what's going on. I think that could work. And and really, like what, you, like what, what we're doing, we're, we're starting a trend of communicating. And now we may come up with some ideas that people don't have yet. And everybody can't, every voice is heard because it's all about awareness. But every voice can't lead the journey. Every voice can't lead the journey. And sometimes we got to say, some people ain't going to like what you say or what you do. But I promise you, once we once we collectively stay strong as the Justice League, I promise you people will follow. And they're going to be right in tune because now they're going to feel like these people right here are taking their time out to make things happen. And now they're going to start falling in place. That's what I think. And I'll leave you out with that. Absolutely. And you say Justice League, hey, as long as I get to be Batman, I'm all right. But, but on the real, you know, we do have to um, – collectively come together and what perry said is very important we have a lot of people that want to be in leadership but in reality not everyone can lead and there's sometimes you're going to need people to do certain things within the community and we have to do them together you know with support it's like now we're together five men five men different parts um of our nation Terrell and i in the same city but we all have a different we have a different outlook, but we all have the same purpose. And that is to support our larger vitiligo community, our larger vitiligo family. And nobody said it's going to be easy because with anything you do, you're going to have those that support you and those that don't because they feel like you're not doing it the way they want you to do it. But this is a movement that we're trying to put forth, you know, um, to get our men. And that's what I'm seeing to get our men out there to really, take some leadership roles and responsibilities. Now I'm leading to my next topic that I put out there. Uh, let's talk about men. You know, I, I feel like within our larger vitiligo community, we don't have enough programs. We don't have enough outreach for men. You know, we might have pockets here and there. And I feel like our men fall within the cracks because let's be real. People think just because we're men, we're tough. We're good. You know, we can handle this, but, not everybody's built that way. So what are some things that we can do to help our men um, with their vitiligo journey? You know, those that are struggling, those are really on the edge. Uh, what can we do? Ben. Um, <clears throat> I really applaud Terrell for, um, for spearheading this because he's the one who, who, who initially brought this, this association together. And um, he invited us all to his home city in, in Riley 
And we came together and, and put some thoughts together. And that's basically all it takes is just take somebody standing out, standing up and saying, hey, every, hey, fellas, um, I'm going to hold a, a retreat in my city. Let's all come together, rap, talk, you know what I mean? Come together with some good ideas and basically um, just mirror what he did. It, that, that's my idea. And let me add to what Ben said. And with that leadership, yes, Terrell took charge, but we all have something we can add to the narrative, to the leadership, to getting these things moving forward. Everybody has strength, just like everybody has weaknesses. And what we're doing, we're balancing each other out. Um, Dre, anything you want to add to it? Yeah. <clears throat> Think about what you said. I think you put it, put things and you set it up in perfect context as far as... <clears throat> men and just thinking about men are supposed to have this role as being strong and everything and I think I mean, those are just social constructs because we all have feelings we all have emotions there's a lot of mental health that goes along goes along with having vitiligo and being a man it's often like there's a stigma there in feeling like you know you you can't um you can't feel like sad or depressed or angry and everything. I think we all go through those emotions as a whole community, not just women, but men included. I've often heard like on some of the vitiligo threads, uh, people saying, oh yeah, you're a man, you got it, but it doesn't matter because you don't, you know, you don't have to like, you know, look pretty or, you know, everyone wants to look beautiful. Everybody wants to be seen as, uh, someone who's attractive, someone who's, you know, um, open or appealing to other individuals. And so, you know, when I think about it being on, you know, very focused where it stands out, you know, that can create a lot of anxiety and stress in men. And so the fact that we have to put on this role or this role that society suggests we have to put on, that can cause even more stress and come out in like very debilitating ways and things like that, you know, it could cause like, you know, um, how would you say, uh, impairments in functioning in life. And so, you know, when we think about the overall context, we have to break that stigma. And I think we are breaking that stigma. I know me, myself, hey, when I first got it, like, you know, I was scared. I was like, you know, like, man, nobody's gonna like me. Nobody's gonna love me. Um, I was very scared what would happen next. And a lot of those times I would, fake it, be like, oh, yeah, you know, I look good and everything like that. But in, inwardly, I'd be like, man, this is horrible. I look ugly and everything. And, you know, now I have a much different look and outlook of vitiligo. I think, you know, if you look at it, it's very beautiful in a lot of ways because, like, there's no same markings on one person than there is on another person unless a person's just totally depigmented and, they, and they're universal. Um, but it's like fingerprints. Everybody is different. And I think that's so beautiful in a sense. And yeah, you know, I have like impairments in function when it comes to going out in the sun. I'm very sun sensitive. So yeah, I don't go out in the sun and that causes like, you know, a lot of like, you know, I say stress as far as wanting to go out and be active in the sun, be active with family members, participate at the barbecues and everything like that, especially when they're having it out in the sun. No, I'm like, I just want to stay inside. I just want to chill. So, you know, when I think about all those different contexts of how we live life, I think, yeah, you know, 
no one has it harder than the other. And women might say, oh yeah, we have to put on makeup and everything. But men, we're forced, like, because there's a lot of men who won't wear makeup. And there's a lot of men who, there's men who wear makeup and there's men who don't wear makeup. Some men who wear makeup, from what I know, they feel self-conscious because they don't want a man to see them wearing makeup. They don't want women to see them wearing makeup and have to explain why they're wearing makeup. Men who don't wear makeup, well, you're just out there. You're just a signpost out there and people can steer, look, say anything. So, you know, when I think about it, I think it has a lot of um, mental health uh, considerations, you know, all intertwined in it. So absolutely. I'm gonna I'm throw it over to one of the other brothers in just a second, but I, I did a um one of those phone conferences with one of the research organizations and they asked me, you know, what did I think was the biggest um challenge with vitiligo? And I put up the mental health. I said we don't talk about it enough. Mental health, I feel like, is the biggest issue. It's so much we go through internally and up in here, you know, that people can't see. And honestly, with men, when we're behind closed doors, nobody sees what we go through. We might be flipping through channels, listening to music or, you know, whatever we're doing, but we're dealing with it. We're struggling unless you have a good support system with you, whether it's a spouse or a good friend or somebody you're dating or somebody, you know, a coworker. You know, that support system is very important. Uh, but I'm going to throw it over to Terrell, then we throw it over to Perry. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. No, I just concur. I mean, everything you guys are saying are, are absolutely right as far as, you know, um, you know, men in the community. I mean, it's, you know, um, a lot of times is that um, people don't see um, how we may hurt because we may mask it or we may try to to, to be, be masculine. But, um, you know, it, it took a lot for me to, um, to become uh, strong strong within my skin because um you know a lot of times i would go out in public with just long sleeve shirts on and um um long pants on and you know just ball caps just to cover a hoodie so you know i you're definitely right as far as um you know being able to link to other brothers that can can relate to what you're going through absolutely we're gonna throw it over to you perry any any thoughts on that well i first of all i think when you guys started the conversation off. It was about uh, having men, men leadership. First of all, you guys have done all the right things. We have come together, and I'm gonna just say from the very first time I was involved with this, there, there, there's never been a whole lot of men that stood up and even been to the level of where we are now. We had our one-on-one -on -one conversation, but as far as having two, four, five people on the phone together and saying, I'm ready to be committed, See, it's okay to say, I want to be a part of it, but are you ready to be super committed to being a leader of changing people's lives and changing the direction of where this organization, the world organization can go? Because with six people thinking, it can definitely happen. Now, uh, it, it's been a, it was a blessing that Terrell brought all of us together. Now, for years, we've already been involved in in leadership roles and trying to bring people together. And that's the hardest part because my point again, are you gentlemen ready for the true commitment it takes to be successful in leadership and changing the way people are gonna view vitiligo? Because I promise you, it is truly a journey and a mission 
to do that because I've been 365 days. I've um, put my my family to the side for this. And sometimes it takes that if you're going to be, if you're going to change the game. So when we come together in this five-man organization, as we're speaking right now, guess what, guys? It's going to take some commitment on our ends. And once we take commitment, people are going to follow. It ain't no if. And, and we're not going to second-guess ourselves anymore saying, saying we need to be waiting and thinking about people wanting to be whether what they're thinking. We've already made a decision because we're here on a Sunday afternoon. We're here on a, on a Sunday afternoon when we don't have to be. You see what I'm saying? And now it's time to act on it. We know. Now we put it on paper and say, this is what we're doing. And if and they, don't you say, put the groups to the side. We don't have no groups. We have five men trying to further uh, move, our, move our community in the right direction. And if we don't take control now, forever hold your peace. That's what I got to say. Right, absolutely. And, and, and I guess my question, you know, moving from there, what, what Perry just said, yeah, we're moving forward. Now we got to figure out how do we pull our other brothers in? You know, yes, the five of us are here, but we got to pull the other brothers here. Um, and once we can get them in, what do we do from there? Because we're going to have to have some type of program, something that could support them. I'm going to throw it over to Andre real quick. He has okay. his hand up, and then we'll go back to you, Perry. Okay. I think uh, Perry made a great point. Um, and touching base on uh, leadership. Um, and he kind of brings that full circle because I know many times that, you know, um, we hear conversations, it's usually uh, the women in the community and I think they do an excellent job and everything, but I do think more men need to step up and speak up. Um, I know sometimes we may be afraid, we may be, uh, you know, hesitant about speaking up and everything, but I think if we really want to um, really make some waves in the community across the, across the country and everything, we need more men who are willing to speak up. You know, we can't just put all the burden on just the individuals now that are speaking up, but we need fresh faces. You know, we need more youth that's going to be involved. You know, definitely some... Um, like he was like you were suggesting some leadership uh, building activities and meetups and everything like that. So we can, you know, continue to further, you know, um, our campaign on spreading awareness and everything. And we're going to need the next generation involved and the next generation involved and everything like that, because everything doesn't, Everything isn't solved overnight. So, you know, we need to be prepared to, you know, continue this battle, however long it's going to take and everything else. Absolutely. Uh, Perry, if you're still there, and then we'll throw it over to Ben. I'm here. I'm here. Um, this is what I'm going to say, guys. I'm going to say this one more time. Right now, you guys are in the best position that you could be in. With, with all of us right now, we're in the best position we can be in, Right. And at this point, this is what's going to have to happen. We're going to have to take the leadership role at this point and come together and have a plan. Secondly, we're going to have we're going to make a we're going to call we're going to we're going to call a summit of men to come together and we're going to set a city up to where all the men can can come to where all of them can come to. We just like on Facebook, Instagram, 
or through all the organizations, we're going to send out a memo. We're speaking just to men at this point in time, okay? And and we're recruiting them. You guys going to put the words together, but we're recruiting them, and, and that's what we're going to do. And that's what we're doing now. So right now, we're starting with five strong men, and then we're going to put a, a letterhead out saying to every organization, we need to get as many men in your organization to 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 chime in on this time or whatever we need to do at this point. That's Absolutely. What I think. And, and, you know, that's a good point. And then we'll get to you, Ben, in just a second. That's a good point because one of the questions that was asked, what are the men doing? And if you're listening to this right now, once this uploaded on the air, if you're listening to it, this is what we're doing. We have the leadership moving forward. You'll start seeing some next steps. So, but everything doesn't happen overnight, but guess what? It's going to happen. So I like that about the summit, um, Perry, because we need to have one. We need to have something for the men and that will bring in our young boys and give them some support and give them some strength. So when they become men, they know how to maneuver and live life with their vitiligo and support other men as they get older. Uh, let's start over to Ben. Yeah, um, I, I don't want my point to be lost because I was just referencing the um, <clears throat> the retreat we had with Terrell because I, I guess I didn't go into detail, but that was a very powerful uh, meeting for me because a person who is seven years in to be around the guys who've been 20 and 25 plus years just to watch them move and, and just to absorb that strength and that energy, y'all don't even know how that impacted my life. Like when I came back home, I made changes. Like it, it really, um, it really motivated me. So when I said, follow that pattern, Perry said a summit. Okay. So there, there's an example there. That's a classic example of how we can bring them in together because when we got back, I got DMS, I got, people commenting saying, Hey man, why, why you didn't hit me up? Like I, that's something I would have loved to have come to. So we need to open it up the, the, the same type of retreat, just men come together, chop it up, have some ideas put together, uh, you know, a strategy of what we want to do next that will benefit so many guys who are afraid to admit that they're struggling, who are afraid to admit that they're insecure, who are, who will just benefit from being in the room with these four, these other four guys and just see how they move. That energy, it, it, it transfers. So that's very, very important that you, we're not just on Zoom and not just on the internet, is that we all pay our money, get on a plane or get in your car, whatever the case may be, come together two, three days. That's going to be huge. I'm telling you. Absolutely. And, and you know, like Ben said, it was inspirational to him and, and for me as well, because to be honest, I only know in this city one other man that has vitiligo, and that's Terrell. Not to say there's no other men in the city, but he's the only other man that I know with vitiligo. And before that, for, uh, excuse me, before coming to the group, I just thought it was me because I didn't see anybody else with vitiligo. Of course, I knew Terrell, but I just kind of felt alone, you know. But once I called him up, I was like, hey, I'm ready to come to the group. Terrell was like, hey, come on. And I saw all the other people. I'm like, wow, you know, more people like me. But still, we have to do that for our men, too. We have to, like, like Perry and Ben said, we have to have this summit where the men can come together so we can see that we're not alone. We're not by ourselves in this, you know. Um, Midget, anything you want to add? I'm, I'm ready. 
when y'all want to, you just give me a date and and and, and location. You know what, what what you guys are thinking. I mean, I know y'all don't want to come back to Raleigh, but you know I'm always, you know, I open I open the doors if y'all want to come back this way. Just let me know. Me and Dre, me and Dre have already talked about this offline, and we uh we I won't put it out there, but but I will say um Orlando is cheap tickets to Orlando. That that work. Whatever y'all want to do, make it happen. I just think at this point, at this point where we are right now, this is a, once again, we're on the phone, the five of us, okay? At this point, what is the first uh, line of business after we leave this today? And, and, and who is going to delegate that? Now, I'm going to tell you, like you said, we got five people and we got everybody. We got some very intelligent guys on this phone. So I think you guys are very tech savvy. I think you can get the message out ver uh, uh, verbally and uh, by, by internet, right? So I think after this, after we get off this phone today, a letter should be written up or big words that go on Instagram, Facebook, or however we're going to reach out to these groups to make sure that their men have it. And that's how we're going to start. We're gonna we're gonna get the ladies involved. We're gonna send it to uh Vit friends. We're gonna send it to uh, all the other groups, and they can't say they don't have it. Get it to your men. Get this right. to your men, Absolutely. and you get involved. And then after that, we're gonna become strong enough that this leadership right here is going to make it happen. And just like I said, I'm gonna give you an example real quick. Prior to meeting all of you, I met Ben and Midget at my gala. Okay, this is how I meet these guys, you know, um, to now, to watching us evolve. I met you, Braxton, through Terrell. When I, I watched how you came along and came on. Right. I met Dre on the very first Vitiligo conference in Washington, D.C. So my point is, from that point on, me and Dre have communicated from that very day to now. Now, the men in our community... Uh, I'm going to say this very, and don't take it offensive. They've been irresponsible and weak as hell about wanting to move this journey in the direction that we have. The reason I named my organization the Vitiligo Man of Action is because I couldn't even get five men to come out and be a part, and like we're sitting right now, because people's lives are so confusing. Everybody don't got the kind of lives that we have where we can contribute and do this because we we ain't so stressed out on our bills, our baby mamas and stuff like that. That's what I'm going to Each of us live in different demo, di different demographics. Some people live in small towns. Some people live in big towns. And if you live in a, in a, in a rural area, you got more access to your community. Because when we first had World Vitiligo Day, the city of South Carolina had over 40 people come by themselves men and women and they are no longer even in the equation of really dealing dealing with because after that they went back to south carolina guess what happened a man and a woman had a discrepancy about who is in charge and that's how i broke up and how i know because i communicate with everybody so the group we got right here is very powerful is the leadership and if we play our roles right we become a, a global world vitiligo difference. Now, let me share this, and then I'll go to Dre real quick. Um, 
for World Vitiligo Day, I will host a breakout room for men. So after it's over, the men can come to uh, my breakout room, and from there we can talk. So that be a, that will be a great opportunity for us all to be on and have that conversation with the men, and and really spark that interest and, and get the men involved and, and just hold everyone accountable. You know, we're gonna need you. We're gonna need your voice. We're gonna need you physically there. We're gonna need you to step it up to, to really help push this agenda, because uh, we can't continue to sit back and allow our ladies to do everything. We can't do that. Uh, let me throw it over to Dre. And I just want to reiterate what Brother Perry was saying and um, also what Ben had said. And in effect, you know, we do have um, groups out in Florida. So if we wanted to and we needed some assistance, you know, I always believe that, you know, as a community and we, we should be able to rely on uh, one another when someone is visiting um, another city or someone is trying to attend an event in another city, whatever. I think um, reaching out to the people in uh, Florida who are like making noise and you know who who has who's who has connections within that community, we could probably make something happen. You know, so I definitely support that going forward, and and we definitely need to put that together. I say we don't lose this momentum, and we just right. continue right. to go forward. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say this too. We have to stop looking at each other based on groups. I think we kind of talked about that before. You know, when I see Ben, I don't say, oh, Ben's with that group or Perry's with that group or Dre's with that. No, we're all members of the vitiligo community, you know, and that's how we have to start looking at each other as members of the same community. Yes, we might have different affiliations, but so what? Vitiligo doesn't care. You don't see Vitiligo going around and say, oh, he's with VitFriends, so I can't touch him, but I can work with it. No, Vitiligo is not like that. It affects all people. You know, it doesn't care about how much money you make. It doesn't care about what religion you are. But we, as people, are so focused on, well, that person's with that group and they do this. And so what? None of that matters. End of the day, none of that matters. What matters is the work we're doing here today to help our community. And that's what we're seeing. Um, uh, any last comments? Cause I'm gonna go ahead and try to wrap things up because I need to eat It's you know, it's dinner time. I'm eating a little early and I know people have other things that they're doing. Perry has an event and whatnot, but any other, um, give everybody a chance to, to wrap up with some following comments. Um, let me start with you, Perry, cause I know you got an event you're about to walk into. Well, let me just let y'all know right here. Well, Terrell, he got a Corvette, so I'm out here with all the Corvettes. They on their way out here. <laughs> This is the president of the Corvette Club, Mr. Keith. So we'll be out there. for like so when y'all come to Atlanta, we'll be able to hook that up as well. Um, also, um, all I can say is that I'm ready. Atlanta's always been ready. And I, and I got and I got my brothers and I got my brothers here. All I'm saying, I'm ready. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Perry. Have a, have a good time, man. Be safe, Terrell. I'm ready. Locked and loaded. Just let me know. All right, sounds good. Terrell's ready, locked and loaded. We're ready to go. Ben, anything you want to add to the end? Yeah, I'll just say um, I'm ready, and um, let, let, let's let's carry this momentum on, and let's not lose it because uh, I I just hate to see so much potential lost. So let's let's put a plan together and let's do something. 
absolutely, absolutely. Dre. Well, you know, I always have something to say. I'm very, I'm known as being a loud mouth and sometimes, you know, I irk people from the things I say, but I think that's part of my job as an advocate to be able to speak out, even if it runs people the wrong way. Right, um, right. And what I have to say is, you know, I think as a community, we have to put aside our differences, our um, distrust in each other and other community, because if we don't take those tentative steps to, you know, come together, then we're going to lose that momentum. We're going to go ahead and not be able to come together. We're not going to be able to make the ways that we hope to make um, with Congress passing bills and everything else, you know, and not only just getting support from other parts of the country or, you know, whatever type of businesses and everything else. I think we can be so big and create so much effective change in the U.S., but we have to put aside those differences and those misgivings and distrust in one another and realize we, our mission is to spread awareness and build support, no matter if it's getting um, new cures or research or focusing on mental health, empowerment, all these things all play a part in, you know, creating, you know, the words that need to be put out there to the universe to push things forward as a community. I absolutely agree. Um, as we move forward, and that's what I say, as we move forward, um, I'm not looking back. Uh, and I once told some of our colleagues that I really don't care what happened yesterday. You know, I'm coming in fresh. I'm coming in new. You know, um, I'm the new cat on the block. I want to know the community. I don't want to know what they did. I want to know who you are. So that's why you, you'll see me talking to different people, getting to know different people. You know, uh, like I said, we're one big community. We all have been alike. So why, why am I mad at you? Because, you know, you're just doing your thing a little differently, you know. Um, and I say we need to continue to reach out to each other and uplift each other. You know, just check on each other. This five, the, the five here, make sure we're doing okay. Because we might have that day where I might be struggling or somebody else might be struggling. You know, a simple, hey, you're good. You know, let's continue to do that. And with the other men that we get to know within our community, reach out. Just, you know, you don't have to have a long conversation, but just ask them, you all right? You good? You know, and kind of let them go from there. But, but you know, I, I think the big issue with our men, we be faking the funk, you know, as yeah, main source. We fake the funk all the time. We got to stop it. We, we just have to be real and, and really reach out across the aisle and say, you know what, I'm going to shake Perry's hand. What's up, Perry? I'm going to shake Andre's hand. I'm going to shake uh, Ben's hand. I'm going to shake, you know, Terrell's hand. And that's how we move forward. That's how we do it, you know. But I want to thank you all for being here and joining me. This will be live later today. So once it's live, I will let you all know. I'll share it out. And I'm going to ask you to share it to everybody. You have been listening to a very special episode of Living Life in Love with your host, Mark Braxton. Remember, VidFriends is also a partner with my Vitiligo team.